Welcome to the Prophecy Forum Podcast with Pastor Larry Cockerham, bringing you the latest in current events as they relate to Bible prophecy. Listen in as these are not your normal studies from the Old and New Testament Scriptures. Good morning, this is Brother Larry Cockerham, and this morning we're going to be looking at uh, 2 Thessalonians. Uh, the difference between 1 and 2 Thessalonians is the first book has to do with the rapture of the church. Uh, Paul says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, this is talking about the rapture here in First Thessalonians. Now, Second Thessalonians has to do with the second coming, which is uh, described in Revelation chapter 19. There is at least seven years between these two events, and that seven-year period is called the day of the Lord, or the day of Christ, or the tribulation period, or Daniel's 70th week, or Jacob's trouble. So therefore, these two books uh, describe two different events. But here in verse 1 of Second Thessalonians, Paul says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken, in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. In other words, uh, some believe that they were already in the tribulation. You got folks like that today. But Paul was trying to tell them that uh, the day of Christ had not yet come. And you will know when he does, when it does come, because the Antichrist will confirm a covenant with Israel and many of the surrounding nations, and that will be the kickoff for the seven-year tribulation. He says, let no man deceive you by any means. Uh, we're living in a day of deception. But he says that day shall not come except there come a falling away. That falling away, that word apostasia, or apostasy of the church, I believe William MacDonald said it's a wholesale abandonment of Christianity. And of course, especially of the word of God. So we find there will be a falling away from the word of God and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. Now, there are many names for the beast or antichrist, the willful king, uh, the Assyrian, uh, the man of sin, the beast out of the sea. Uh, many of these names, uh, there are so many, I believe on my website, the older website, that's connected to my blog, uh, I believe Arthur Pink. I've got an article by him 
that gives several of the names of the Antichrist. Uh, he has a wonderful book on the Antichrist, uh, Arthur Pink, if you ever get a chance to get that book. I didn't realize there was that much material on uh, the uh, son of perdition. So we find this talking about the apostasy of the church, moving away from the word of God and the denial of the deity of Christ, the denial of the resurrection and, and uh, the, the uh, virgin birth. All these things are a denial and, of course, are an apostasy, is an apostasy of the church. <clears throat> it says in verse 4, Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Well, that tells us that one day the temple will be rebuilt, and so many Jews today are expressing a desire to rebuild the temple, the third temple. Remember, there was the Temple of Solomon, uh, which was destroyed by the Babylonians in uh, 586 B.C. Then there was the Rubable's Temple, which was uh, finished in 515 B.C. Uh, I believe Herod refurbished his temple during the time of Jesus. And in 70 A.D., the Romans destroyed this temple in 70 A.D., one generation after the crucifixion of Christ. Well, we find there are, in the Old Testament, uh, I had an article I wrote one time about Antiochus Epiphanes, the Greek general that came in with his armies there in Jerusalem and uh, uh, set up the abomination of desolation that Daniel spoke about in Daniel 11.31 and Jesus spoke about there in Matthew 24.15, uh, which really is the, the middle point of the tribulation period, that three-and-a-half-year mark. Uh, he would change times and laws, and we find that uh, he will try to destroy the Jewish people. And, of course, that's what the tribulation is all about, to punish the Gentile nations and to uh, bring about the redemption of the Jewish people through this seven-year period. But we find that that Old Testament uh, type of Antiochus Epiphanes looks forward to the uh, the Old Testament Antichrist, looks forward to this Old Te New Testament Antichrist there in Revelation 13. I just want to say there in Revelation 17, I believe it is, you see the, the woman, uh, Mystery Babylon, that is supported by the beast. The first three and a half years, this apostate church will be supported uh, by the beast. But in the midway point, that three and a half year point of the tribulation period, this worldwide apostate church will be destroyed by the Antichrist, and he will set up a satanic religion where all, both small and great, will worship him or worship the image of the beast there in Revelation 13, and all will have to accept the mark of the beast or be killed. We see the technology even today 
that is rapidly uh, being culminated that will give the uh, mark of the beast the impetus to control everyone on the face of the earth. So Paul says, remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. In other words, I don't think Paul had been there but about three weeks and he taught them all these things about Bible prophecy. Uh, You know, I've been teaching Bible prophecy for going on 40 years. And it seems like the closer we get to the Lord's return, the less interest there is in the uh, the return of the Lord and the more scoffers, you know, Peter, Peter, Peter says that uh, in the last days there will come scoffers saying, where is the promise of his coming? But yes, he is coming. He goes on to say, and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time for the mystery of iniquity doth already work only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Now that's kind of confusing there, not confusing, but it's a little bit vague in uh, the King James Version. But what he's saying here is that word uh, let means to hinder. So what is hindering this man of sin to be revealed? He says only he, the Holy Spirit, who doth now already work, uh, will now hinder until he be taken out of the way. In other words, the Holy Spirit is holding back this spirit of iniquity, this evil, this satanic evil, until one day after the rapture of the church, uh, the Holy Spirit will be taken out, or at least he will not operate as he did uh, before. In other words, he'll still be here. People will still be saved during the tribulation period. I believe it was Tim LaHaye said there'll be more people saved during the tribulation that's been saved throughout this whole 2,000-year period of the church age. Uh, and let me tell you what, they're going to want to be saved, some of them, because it's going to be a horrendous time. 21 judgments. The population of the earth will be decimated during this time. But that's what's holding back the revealing of the Antichrist. Notice it says in verse 8, and then shall that wicked be revealed. In other words, it's not until the uh, Holy Spirit is taken out, I say Holy Spirit taken out, I mean the church is taken out, that this wicked or Antichrist or man of sin or son of perdition will be revealed. It says, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. In other words, when the Lord returns there in Revelation 19, at the end of the tribulation period, with the church, the beast and false prophet will be cast into the lake of fire. They'll be the first ones in, and will be there throughout all eternity. A lot of people don't realize this, but uh, hell is not just for a week or a month, or for 20 years, or a lifetime, is all eternity. I think we, you know, we just don't seem to use our wisdom to understand that. It says, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan. During the midst of the tribulation 
Many commentators believe that Satan will literally come down to this earth and indwell this man of sin. And he will be with all power and signs and lying wonders. You know, I believe this generation is a generation of lying. I I know a few years ago I preached a sermon. It was a particular movie. I can't even find it now. Uh, But uh, it was a professor supposedly had taught uh, his class how to cheat on test. And I don't know if you saw here a few weeks ago that uh, 70 of the cadets there at West Point were caught cheating on their test. I believe I'm right about this. You might fact check me. But folks, we've got a moral problem in our country and around the world. And it's only getting worse. This mystery of iniquity or lawlessness is increasing. You, you saw this this past year in places such as Portland, Oregon, and Kenosha, Wisconsin, and Minneapolis, Minnesota, and around the country. All these riots and what we saw yesterday at the Capitol, and I'm not sure we're getting all the truth about that. We'll see, but I don't think we'll ever find out the whole truth about what went on there. Uh, But uh, this lawlessness is only going to increase uh, in our country. So he says... uh, Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And verse 10 says, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth. People don't want to know the truth today. That they might be saved. They'd rather believe a lie. They'd rather believe Satan himself. And it says, for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. They will worship. They'd rather worship the creator, the creature, rather than the creator. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And so we find that Paul says one day this rapture will take place and the Lord will return for his people. And so this morning, just want to kind of go back over some of these verses here in 2 Thessalonians concerning the apostasy of the church and the return of Jesus Christ for his people. Well, thank you for tuning in this morning. Uh, This is just a study we had on our Wednesday night prayer meeting. Just thank you for tuning in. If you do have a prayer request, just text me at 935-0886. And most of all, just keep looking up. Thank you for listening to the Prophecy Forum podcast with Pastor Larry Cockerham. 